2: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling tonight? What's good, y'all? How you doing? Good, man. Good to hear from you. Uh, we also got John back in the house. Johnny B., what's up, man? How are you feeling? Feeling great. Good, man. Glad to have good, you man. back uh, virtually in the virtual speakeasy. Uh, and special guest joining us tonight host of the 4th and Gold podcast, uh, Matt Barr. Matt Barr, how are you doing, man?
1: Hey, good. Long-time listener, first-time caller, happy <laughs> joining. And I'm actually super happy to just be a part of another 49ers podcast. I mean, <laughs> that's what people tell me this is, so I just, this <laughs> means a lot to me if you guys invite me on. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> Dude, that was the funniest when Sir Yacht was like, yeah, it's great being on a 49ers podcast. I was like, well, <laughs> I, okay, cool, cool, man. Hey, is uh, a Mets jersey back there? Matt, is that a Mets Sure is. Visit? It's uh,
1: just, for, just for Scott. <laughs> just for Scott, right, uh, right up there. Scott, <laughs> just so you can see it, buddy. I know, you know, I know you can't be here tonight, but I just wanted to make sure you were here in spirit.
2: Very nice. Oh. Is that, is it, you buried the
1: lead, bro. T-Mac is right next to that. A T-Mac oh, yeah. Raptors. I got white. Cho- I got T-Mac Raptors and I got white chocolate up there, too. We got a whole bunch of stuff up here. <laughs>
2: Dang. <laughs> Matt bar jersey extraordinaire hanging behind. I like that it's this huge wall, too, and you just have, like, four jerseys behind you that are covered mostly by you.
1: Well, yeah, no, I definitely didn't hang this up when I was sitting in the chair. I'm just like, oh, I'll hang these up. It'll be nice, <laughs> so you don't see just a blank white wall behind me. It's not like we moved in eight months ago or anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah,
2: but, dude,
3: like, you picked the two worst jerseys to be visible, because I see a... Is that a, a Kittle jersey on, on over your right shoulder? Yeah, that's Kittle. Ugh. <laughs>
1: All right. Well,
2: this, is, on. this is This is Sports. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. We're <laughs> going to dive into another conspiracy theory. Uh this one is is going to be uh Uh, Jordan-related. We found out about the Jordan documentary getting pushed up, so we wanted to do a little Jordan conspiracy theory talk. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, We also have some news about Tom Brady. But this is going to be a a little bit bit of a different format since we do have four of us on the show. This is the uh, you know four virtual hosts here. We're going to do a little around the horn style. Uh, But we got to do our own craft brood sports uh, spin on that. So we're going to go around the horn, but uh, it's going to be drunk around the horn. So basically... (laughs) If I don't, if I deem your take terrible, if I don't like it, uh, I'm going to make you drink and uh, I'm going to be drinking with you because, you know, I don't, I don't let anybody drink alone. Uh, so, so that's how we're going to handle that. Uh, we will we will do some drunken around the horn. Before we do that, though, we got to find out what everybody's drinking tonight. Uh, this is First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you right here on Craft Fruit Sports. I got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can get 10 percent off your entire order. Drink out of baseball bats like we do when we're normally together here on the show, uh, but it's just me doing it now. Uh, it should be baseball season. Uh, you should feel like you can drink out of a bat. Go to slash craft. get 10% off that order. Drew, I want to go yep. to you first. What are you drinking tonight?
3: I'm give Dugout Mugs credit a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm hearing from everyone and the mother about their COVID-19 response. Dugout, Dugout Mugs, i like and I appreciate that. <laughs> I know that they're there. They're grinding. They're still, you know, they're doing what they need to do to keep us getting these awesome bats and balls that we need to drink our alcohol. And I tell you what, you know, in honor of them tonight, I'm drinking the crisp, the refreshing, the delicious, the ever amazing Natterdays.
2: Oh, <laughs> nice.
3: Shout out to Doug on the mugs. Thanks for keeping it real.
2: <laughs> Very nice. Uh, John, what do you got in the in the cup today?
0: I don't have a sponsorship plug or anything. Uh, but I do have the one and only bush lights. Oh my God. My wife ordered from Party Source. So it showed up today when I was at work. I got a cigar and a thirty rack. A bush light delivered right to my door.
2: That's a keeper right there, ordering cigars right. <laughs> and, and beer. Also, I love that we are a craft beer podcast, and uh, the first two beers we talk about are Natterdays and Bush Light. We are keeping it real. <laughs> uh, unprecedented
3: time, my man. Unprecedented time. It is. Yes. It really is. back yeah,
2: right somewhere. Uh, Matt, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Well, I'm going to help you out a little bit with the craft stuff. So uh, the first thing I have up is El Guapo Agave IPA. That looks amazing. So Virginia O'Connor. It's delicious. It's delicious. one of my favorite. I also have some Oscar Blues. Uh, Good night. Imperial ah, Reds. Nice. And then Not To Let Mookie Down. I've also got a nice Saturdays here. So <laughs> a, little, a, little bit of, a little bit of everything here for Around the Horn. I'm just going to drink my way around the running horn.
2: Running the gamut. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, well, this week's uh, featured beer is going to be Pulp Daddy. This is what I'm drinking tonight. This is from Greater Good Imperial Brewing Company from Worcester, Massachusetts. Is, was that a good – I had to uh, – Drew gave me a look there. He gave me – I like it.
3: I like it. That's gift from an Irish comedian. So, you know.
2: <laughs> my, my Boston accent is basically just, somebody doing an impression of somebody doing a Boston accent. That's what that's where my level is. There's a market for that
0: though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. we are you gonna park the car? <laughs> I parked <walk> it. <in. laughs> yeah.
2: I wish the beard lended itself to that type of uh, accent, but Pulp Daddy doesn't really you can't really say that in a Boston accent, so it doesn't really work. But it is an 8% ABV beer. So I'm going to be getting drunk with all of your terrible takes uh, tonight. Here's what they have to say about this one: they say it's super hazy, juice forward, uh, with waves of citrus and ripe melon that deliciously disguise the hefty ABV. I had, I took uh, a little. Uh, I, I didn't really necessarily like that they said hefty ABV at 8% because uh, wh- I've been drinking a lot of bourbon, so 8% is like nothing anymore to me. Like It's like a hey, scr- we're I'm like, <laughs> We're barely scratching the surface at 8%. That's just like what I get. That's how I get started. <laughs> Uh, but it is a very juicy beer. Uh, it's super hazy uh, coming in at 4.12 caps on untapped. So a pretty decently rated beer, one that I'm very excited for and one that I'm glad that nobody is here to share with me. Uh, so I get to drink all of them. This has been first pour brought to you again by dugout mugs. Remember use the link dugout mugs on online slash craft and get 10% off that entire order. All right, gentlemen, who is ready? Uh I got to fix the the cameras are going crazy, fellas. This is weird. Uh this is where I need Joe just to deal with all the cameras switching.
3: Have we, have we checked in on Joe just to make sure he hasn't completely melded into his couch?
2: I did. I was like, "Joe, uh you want to hop on?" He was like, "How many people you got?" I was like, "We got 4." He was like, "Uh maybe next week." <laughs>
3: so answer me this Mike what's the right number for Joe to actually dial in
2: uh one (laughs) he's (laughs) like you stuck you need help all right cool I got you
3: (laughs) yeah I'm gonna argue you could say any number and you'd be like "Mm, I'm good
2: (laughs) all right fellas go let's get into some NFL talk to to kick things off here around the horn uh this is the news that broke this week. The NFL has officially expanded the playoffs starting at the end of next season, if there is a next season. Uh, so the one seed is going to get a bye. We're going to have two versus seven, three versus six, and four versus five on wildcard weekend. So now instead of just a, a handful of wildcard games, it becomes a, a crazy weekend. Three day, uh, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. One of those games is going to be broadcast on Nickelodeon. Uh the NFL trying to reach a, a younger demographic and broadcasting on Nickelodeon. Uh so my question for the panel here, will you watch the Nickelodeon broadcast of the playoffs? Drew, I want to go to you first.
3: Dude, I'm watching Madden 20 simulations right now. Like I'll watch anything. I'm watching soccer from Belarus. I'm watching I'm watching throwback games. Like I'll watch whatever, dude. Nickelodeon I doesn't matter. If oh. I can find a way to get my hands on that channel, I will be tuned in. Okay, now.
2: but at that point the the games are going on, so they will have like a CBS broadcast or a Fox broadcast. Are you choosing Nickelodeon over those two? Okay.
3: I guess I misunderstood. I thought it was a Nickelodeon exclusive broadcast. Either way, my question is, who's getting slimed? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh that's a that's a very good question. Are they gonna start slamming people in the in the announcer booth? Uh if so, I will be uh I will be watching that. Matt, are you gonna watch the Nickelodeon broadcast?
1: Now I wasn't going to. I was like, this is dumb, this is this is stupid. I saw someone share a video of like Saquon Barkley taking off a running and it had like Spongebob music set to it. <laughs> Absolutely hysterical, but like not 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 what I'm looking for when I watch football. I try to be super, <laughs> super serious with it. But now that Mook brings up sliming, <laughs> so you know winning coaches get a Gatorade bath. I'm all for the losing coach just getting slimed as soon as the final whistle blows. I mean, I'm all the way into that.
3: What about this? What if you if you lose a challenge, you get slimed? You know what I mean? Like, oh,
0: you don't nice. convert a third down, you get slimed. <laughs> 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 nice.
3: Because, see, think about this. It opens up a whole new world of prop bets too, right? Like, first team to get slimed, or, you know, color of the slime. <laughs> oh, or man. Like,
2: well, so slime. Would they, I mean, would they really risk going different color slimes? Like, I feel like in that case, it, it's green or nothing, right? Otherwise, it's not really Nickelodeon slime.
3: Well, you go green for the classic sliming moments, but throughout the game, you could sprinkle in different colors. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, for the crucial slime... Like after the game, the losing side the losing sideline, all green slime.
2: <laughs> John, are you watching the Nickelodeon broadcast of the NFL?
0: I was with Drew here. I was thinking that it was an exclusive video. Uh but I was looking for it was like either yes, no, but I was looking for the hell yes. I'm definitely watching <laughs> on Nickelodeon. Um I I mean Nickelodeon just takes me back to back to my, my days. Oh yeah. I actually Looked up Nickelodeon shows. What what were your guys' Nickelodeon shows at like top on your list here?
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm glad you brought up Nickelodeon shows because the only way I would chime in to the Nickelodeon thing is if at halftime they brought out the aggro crag, the <laughs> guts, and we had Michael Malley, we got Mo, we got the whole nine, we got these three kids trying to climb this mountain as the halftime show. I'm in. I'm all, again. I'm all the way in for that.
3: Even better. Even better. No kids. Just the Carter brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- no, <laughs> that microphone almost got wet.
2: <laughs> Isn't one of them like a super big druggy, too? Like, that would be a very interesting aggro crag experience. Yeah, that bass make, salts you make you run faster, cracker. right?
3: right. What? No, no. One brother starts taking off and he's running up the aggro crag. The other one runs up there and starts chipping shit off and. Oh, I don't work like that. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh man the first episode I
3: share out on my public Facebook feed not just my friends and within like the first five minutes (laughs) snort an imaginary aggro crag
2: (laughs) 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 oh man John I'm trying to think of my favorite Nickelodeon shows uh I feel like I would be you're gonna make me feel old if I start telling you like some of my favorites are you can't do that on television uh what else was back in those times? I like to. I got, that, I got a list of twelve. What's that?
3: I got a list of twelve.
2: Holy cow! All right, let's let's hear your list what of. Off of
3: you. Do it, do it, Leno style, though. Go twelve to one. <laughs> Don't do things weird like other people. Go twelve to one. All right, this is no particular order, though. Uh,
0: uh, that's the thing. Uh, I, I'll jump right off of right off Guts. You could go to Legends of the Hidden Temple.
2: Good, good show. Good show. Uh, were you that's guys? True. Blue Barracuda fans on that show? That was the way to go, right? If you were on Legends Silver of Hidden Snakes. Temple, you go on Blue Barracuda.
3: Silver Snakes, bro.
2: Mm. Purple Monkey. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Matt, you got a best drink best. for Purple Monkey. Sorry. You got
3: <laughs> What would it take for us all to get our own t-shirts for the next episode?
2: Not much. I think <laughs> you could just find them on Well, for the next episode it's going to cost a lot cuz Amazon isn't shipping anymore, but I'm pretty sure you oh, can get God. them pretty easily.
1: Worth it. My prime I'm account to, in the case of COVID. and <laughs> we'll, we'll have those shirts. I'm going
0: to have a picture tonight. I was asking for that Purple Aces picture because I was going to have that made. Oh,
2: damn. I forgot to give that to you. I'm sorry, man.
0: You're all good. I can, I can <laughs> exactly. get those made for us if you want.
2: <laughs> Purple Aces shirt would be fantastic. What else do you have on your list, John, of uh, top 12 nin- uh, Nickelodeon shows?
0: Let's see. Rocket Power. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one.
2: I don't okay. know what that is. No
0: nope, put in there, woogity, woogity, woogity. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Uh, Keenan and Kel. Yep. Good choice. Hey, Arnold. Oh, I love him. Hey, Arnold's on Netflix now, I think. Is it really? I, I believe so. We were watching it a while ago, and it's like, damn, 15 minutes flies by now, but when I was a kid, that was like an eternity.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same with years. <laughs> it's like the years keep going man
3: <laughs> I still understand how Gerald fits all his hair in his bike helmet but that's a whole yeah.
0: <laughs> other <laughs> that is a good question food for thought
2: uh, craft brewed Nickelodeon shows that's what we got going on this week <laughs> uh, John you got uh, you ran through a few Any more?
0: let's see cousin Skeeter Doug,
2: mm, Doug. The
0: cat Dog, The Angry Beavers, Rugrats, SpongeBob, Wild Thornberries, and all that—all
2: that was solid. Kids, kids, Saturday Night what Live. Oh, yeah. What about Are You Afraid of the Dark? You guys aren't even pulling up. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like
1: that is a good one too.
2: Matt Bar walks away from like Are You Afraid of, of the Dark? What are no, you talking no, about,
1: no, Matt? No, I am. So- okay. There's there's two things with Nickelodeon that traumatized me as a child. It's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Was terrifying. Know. Was yeah. terrifying. And then the other thing was Zeke the Plumber from Your Shorts. Yeah, that was creepy. F that guy. He was the worst. With the little <laughs> band-aid thing on his nose. He's wearing like a Jason or he's wearing like a Michael Myers mask. I'm out. I'm all yeah.
2: out. Zeke the Plumber Zeke gave the me Plumber. nightmares. Uh, it's <laughs> weird to look back at Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes now and realize like that was just the who's who of Canadian actors and actresses. Like every every big name Canadian actor and actress has been on Are You Afraid of the Dark as a kid.
0: Was Drake
2: on there? Uh, he oh, might have she... been.
0: <laughs> I know Gosling was.
2: Gosling was on there. Yeah, just go look. Yeah, Ryan Gosling was on there. Uh, go look at the list of like kid celebrities from Canada. They're all from Canada. I don't know, but uh, not
3: right now. Like, like thirty-five minutes. <laughs> don't it right now.
2: <laughs> All right, that was uh, that was a good start, fellas. I like this around the horn style. This is this is going to be a good train wreck. I dig it. Uh, next story that we're going to get into: Tom Brady uh, obviously signed with Tampa Bay, and there was questions around whether or not he was going to get number twelve because Chris Godwin uh, wore the number twelve in Tampa Bay. Uh, Godwin decided to give up the number. He's worn it since high school. He wore it throughout high school, throughout college, and uh, during his time in the pros. Tom Brady, not always number 12. He wore number 10 at Michigan and then changed to number 12 when he came to the Patriots, but he's associated with number 12. He's got his TB12 company and uh, all that good shit. So the the theory was that Godwin was going to give up the number, but as we know in the NFL – That usually comes with a price tag, Uh, except for this time, for some reason. Chris Godwin gave up the number for free, and when asked why, he said, quote, he's the goat. If you were in Godwin's situation, what are you asking Tom Brady for in exchange for that number 12? Uh, Let's start with you, Matt. I
1: want all my insurance paid. I don't care (laughs) if it's car insurance, health insurance, pet insurance. I want all my insurance paid for the, t- the duration of the time he's in Tampa Bay. That's, that's, my, like, that's my payment. It sounds stupid, but like pay my insurance because you know those guys' car insurance on their Lambos and their Ferraris is just miserable. That is you such an that's adult miserable. answer. It's a, a solid 10K that they're looking at. At least you know you set your family up, you get to invest that money somewhere else, probably not in the stock market right now, but you get to invest it somewhere else <laughs> and yes, pay my insurance for the duration of time you're on the Tampa Bay bucks.
2: <laughs> Listen, Tom, you can have number 12. I just want you to take these copays, okay?
3: <laughs> That's a good question. Is it copays or premium?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Saying, All gonna, if it involves insurance, Tom's paying it.
2: All right. So, John, what are you making Tom Brady do for that number 12?
0: Let's see. I'm asking for a picture with Giselle. That's, uh, she's a real good
2: wait for a second there. I thought you said, I'm asking for a picture of Giselle and I was like, damn, no,
0: yeah. <laughs> come on, Tom, you know which picture I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> Tom, Tom, for that number 12, I get oh, to go through real your real phone and take
3: that's, cool. that's a retirement plan right there.
2: <laughs> for that number 12, I get to go through your iPhone and I get to keep one picture that I find. Oh. <laughs> That's not on Brady's phone, is it? Do you think Giselle uses her phone for it? She doesn't let him snap anything. Plus, he's too busy kissing his kids. (laughs) (laughs) Mookie, what are you asking for from Tom Brady?
3: I want to be his Julian Edelman. Just let me be your plus one to like all the shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I would want. You know what I mean? Just like let me get that access, let me get those marketing deals. Like let me just ride your coattails and eat your leftovers. <laughs> Simple.
0: So Sorry, basically, Kentucky Derby, sit sideline at an NBA yeah. game. Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> maybe maybe a face time or two here and there when I'm trying to you know seal the deal. When I was single before, now that I'm married, because clearly that's not what I would be doing. I you know very faithful. My wife Love her to death. <laughs> um, but if I was single like Chris Goodwin, <laughs> I'd put some water
2: is he single? I don't even know if he's single. Uh, this it, video, it gets weird. I got you, man. I'm on it. I'm, I'm following along here. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't know what I would ask Tom Brady for, for this. Uh, it, it I may just ask him like, dude, what is the secret to being a 40-year-old man and not feeling like your body is falling apart daily? Cuz I'm not even there yet. I'm 36 <laughs> and I feel like I can't get out of bed without like something cracking and being in pain. This dude's a 43-year-old quarterback in the NFL and still performing at a pretty high level. I want to know what that secret sauce is cuz there's got to be something there. There's some juju.
1: It's a I feel like spoiler alert, Mike, it's money. Oh, damn. All right. Well, <laughs> Is
3: it, is it money or is it not drinking half a fifth of bourbon every night before he goes to bed?
2: <laughs> Wait, is that the trade off? Like, I can't drink bourbon and then I would feel good? Because if that's the case, then this the life, I'm just going to feel shitty. That's just how it's going to be. <laughs>
3: you stop. You just need to keep riding through like Archer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I rewatched the old episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they get quarantined. And they all thought they had the flu, but in actuality, they were going through alcoholism (laughs) withdrawals. I was like, this one speaks to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That one holds up. Also, uh, kind of weird to watch that one in these times. That one, and if you watch The Scrubs, where there's like an epidemic, uh, and they do like the sitcom episode, that's a weird one to watch nowadays, too. You got to...
3: Yeah, Scrubs real. They get all touchy-feely emotional and shit. (laughs)
2: Uh all right. Well I don't know who uh wins that one because I liked all of those answers, so let's just do a uh everybody drinks for that one. I think that's the fair way to do it, right?
3: Wait, were we waiting to drink at certain designated times? No, dr- drink, drink throughout
2: drink throughout. I'm uh, just making you drink more if uh if I don't like what you're saying.
3: I, I may I may need to get wifey to get a run to the to the downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, well, and, and, and,
2: <laughs> the uh the last n f l story that we had on the docket today uh somebody went through and figured out cap space for every single team in the n f l and the chiefs came in they have exactly a hundred and seventy seven dollars in cap space left, not one hundred and seventy seven thousand a hundred and seventy seven dollars uh so fellas, the question that I am posing to you. What should the Chiefs do with the remaining amount of their uh, salary cap? Matt Barr, let's go to you first.
1: Okay, so you, you sent us this story yesterday. So I did a little bit of homework because I have nothing better to do with my time. And so I made a pit stop on the way home from work today because I'm an essential employee. It's fantastic. I get to go up and go to work every morning. But I came across an Adderdays case 30 rack of Adderdays cost $16.99 at my local liquor store. That comes out to roughly fifty-six cents a beer, which means with that remaining hundred and seventy-seven dollars, the Kansas City Chiefs can go out and get themselves three hundred and ten and a half Natterdays, <laughs> and have like have like a day and a half worth of fun, like not even with all those guys. Like just just let them have like their four beers each, and let's move on,
3: because and. 310- you saw Travis Kelsey, right? <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> do you think anyone's getting any of that
2: beer with that 2 okay. okay, so <laughs> three hundred
1: and ten and a half nowadays exclusively for Travis Kelsey <laughs> to have six hours of fun. Yes. <laughs> I
2: love it. Damn, John, 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 I think you were trying to chime in there. What do you got?
0: Uh, let's see. Well, one thing could be one hour for an attorney for Tyree Kill.
3: I preempted you at this point, right? You're like, let's just put that away for later. <laughs> no,
0: I, I did the same thing with Bush Life, but man, I'm, I'm buying the shitty beer here. Mine's $2 more a 30 rack, so I can only get nine 30 racks. <laughs>
2: you, get, you get
3: ripped off.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: I guess I there
3: is my the <laughs> in Ohio.
2: What's the better use of funds? I almost feel like you should put it towards the hour of attorney fees over the bush life. <laughs> no,
1: no. <laughs> them. It's, like, it's not even gonna scratch the surface. <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> Tyreek was gonna get out of it anyways. Like, so why bother paying for an attorney?
2: <laughs> That's true. He just
0: pockets uh, it and says he'd visit with a lawyer, yeah.
2: <laughs> I forgot that uh I forgot that there was a Facebook live feed going on. If you guys want to chime in on Facebook, you can chime in on Facebook live uh, or on 12 on sports radio that uh, we are simulcast on all of their platforms as well. Robert Taylor says doesn't matter Super Bowl champs dog, so uh, I think that's a shot right at you, Matt Barr. I feel like that's a just he's coming in hot actually, you on that one.
1: I've been living in consistent hell because of top fan, Robert Taylor, since the game ended. <laughs> he tags me in everything on Twitter. He tag- like, thank God he stopped tagging me in the Facebook group because I stopped responding. And now he's just going to blow me out of the water again. Because <laughs> now I know it's all coming back because I'm saying this live. Um, now, Robert's a nice guy. But fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh. Where's that drop, Mike? That
2: drop? <laughs> yeah, that does that does a little. That deserves a little rap error there. Uh,
3: I was looking for the the what is it? The, the Danny Danny DeVito or
2: whatever. Uh, oh, you want, you want that one?
1: You want that one?
0: What? motherfucker you?
2: <laughs> that is the greatest we're drop we're, in this show's history, uh Drew.
3: This Matt, but he, he called out a specific play too. He goes better defense than the one that was covering on that wasp play. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez.
1: yeah, I, one, I, really
2: like, I know the way he's talking about. I know the way he's talking about. I immediately
1: regret coming on here because I knew he was going to be in the comments. <laughs> <all night. laughs>
2: All
3: night. All night. Yeah. All Top fan for.
1: This
2: Drew, what do you think uh, the Chiefs should buy with their 177 dollars of cap space?
3: Uh, Natterday in Ohio,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> they can get 315.
3: <laughs> I think we can get a little more because I think our going rate is like 15.99 per rack or whatever so just there's just like a little bit more space for a little bit more because uh, you're in maryland right because i think they do they do mm-hmm. uh right so you gotta pay that 10 cents or five cents so
1: yeah the turtle yep let me do let me do a little math for you here it's 53 cents a beer 53 cents a beer three cents <laughs> that's
3: that feels like a
0: steal oh
1: you're getting a solid you're getting a solid 334 natter days in ohio Ooh, at that rate that's so a really rack. That's great
2: that's a so really
3: and and Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes get a couple.
2: (laughs) By the way, I just need to back up a little bit here as I'm going back through the feed. Scott uh, Skrzewski says, way too much manliness tonight and Mike. I take offense to that. That one hurts my feelings. Uh, And because of that, we're going to take a a quick break here and thank our sponsor, Morning Recovery. Uh, Listen, if you're drinking as much as I am during this quarantine, you know that it is not easy to wake up in the morning. Uh, so do yourself a favor. Go to morelabs.com. Get yourself some morning recovery. Uh, morelabs.com. Use the code sports. You are going to get 20% off your entire order. I swear on my children's lives, this is a miracle working elixir. I don't know what it is about this stuff. They've got a secret ingredient in there. but If you drink it, one hour after, up to one hour after you're done drinking, you are going to wake up feeling fine the next morning. You can function. It's amazing. Hit them up, morelabs.com. Uh, use that code SPORTS and get 20% off your entire order. Sell out. All right, fellas. Uh, I'm definitely... Think- <laughs> What's that?
3: I think more, uh, Morning Recovery still shipping, too, because we, we had to tap into our supply this weekend because Humblebreg someone figured out how to play remote beer pong <laughs> and, and because i have
0: no post friends,
1: malone yeah you know, post malone figured it out it.
2: yeah
3: but we <laughs> oh, yeah. play in different rooms so you could still do it remotely well no we just played heads up against each other <laughs> i played i played a, a team from canada shout out melissa and chris who then promptly beat us two games to one um and then everyone else just wanted to, like, hang out and socialize and talk and, like, catch up and see what people are doing and whatever, man. But but I have a solve. So anyone out there who wants to play virtual beer pong while being responsibly social distance, hit up your boy. I got solves. Johnny, want to play? <laughs> yeah. You want, you? All right. We'll
2: get down this weekend. Did you, you guys see, you? Drew, like, right after talking about that on last week's show, it was announced that, like, Post Malone was doing a virtual beer pong tournament with Gronk. And Johnny Manziel, which was – that was a weird name to throw in there. It's like, yeah, Johnny Manziel is playing in our virtual beer pong tournament. It's like, "Mm, should he be? I feel feel like he shouldn't be. You you say that's a
1: weird name. Like Johnny Football didn't drink himself out of the league. No,
2: that's what I'm saying. I thought he, like, went into rehab and shit. I was surprised that he's, like, still partying like that. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm
3: definitely (laughs) not surprised. Did that do what I think
2: it did? It didn't show up on the screen because of the video feeds, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It up
3: <laughs> You got it now. We saw,
2: we saw that amazingness right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just to break. All right. We had a topic you wanted to talk about with these brilliant experts that we got on the line. Uh, we're talking about the Jordan documentary, maybe. Was that where you headed?
2: I think that's where we were heading next. Uh, yeah, let's see. Robert's saying Discord next episode. Yes, I know, man. I got to figure that shit out. The resizing is driving me crazy, and I'm just like chasing <laughs> down... V- cameras adjusting and it's driving me nuts all right here's the the thing the jordan documentary has been pushed up so this was supposed to launch in june instead they are now launching this april 19th because we have no sports and everything blows and we're all kind of stuck inside uh so since there's not shit else to do and bullying people on twitter works the jordan documentary is now (laughs) (laughs) matt bar very excited that cyber bullying on twitter works
1: did you do this
2: matt was this you (laughs) No, I didn't do this. So,
1: uh, cyberbullying peers, children, bad. Cyberbullying multi-billion-dollar corporations that run the world. Wh- two thumbs up. A plus plus. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Cyberbully the shit out of Disney, ESPN, <laughs> Fox. Every just bully them until we get what we want because screw them.
3: Well, Matt, what do we want next? Because we've got a a drove of loyal followers here that we could activate. <laughs> on what we need next.
2: Ozarks 4. <laughs> <laughs> 4. I would rather have Cobra Kai Season 3. That's my big push. I cannot wait for that show to come back. Billy Zabka, Ralph Macchio, it is gold. Just enough nostalgia, just enough corniness. That needs to be pushed up immediately.
3: Is the acting any better than the one, uh, what is it, QuickBooks commercial that what's-his-name's in, Zabka's in?
2: <laughs> it is not no. The acting is terrible. It is oh, the horror, corniest yeah. shit, which is why it's the best. Uh, it's it's the Karate Kid on steroids, basically. Like it's that corny, just to a whole new level. Because now we've got a whole new generation of corniness.
3: Are you breaking news that the the Karate
1: Kid was on steroids?
2: <laughs> <laughs> news broken. Oh, news it, is.
1: It, it was the eighties. Steroids in the eighties was just cocaine. <laughs> So, but yeah, again, <laughs> Cyberbullying only
3: allowed for corporations. Or uh, could we could we bully one uh, Zabka to find out if the Karate kid was on steroids?
2: Look, I already tried oh, yeah. bullying Billy Zabka. It's not working out well. It's tough to bully the bully, right?
1: Sweep the leg. <laughs> You know,
3: like Bernie Stinson says, I really think that uh, Ralph Macchio was the bully, if anything.
2: It's true, and if you watch Cobra Kai, you would actually kind of start to believe that theory, that uh, Daniel Russo may actually be the bully in Karate Kid. Uh, But uh, about this Jordan documentary, are you guys excited about this? John, how about you? Are you excited about the Jordan documentary?
0: I'm not a big uh, sports documentary guy, Um, but I think I will tune into this because I'm a little curious about you know, the life after Space Jam, what, what happened. Um, but no, I, I feel like everyone's a big Jordan fan. But I think, for me, I was a little too young to fully understand what he was doing at his time.
2: Yeah, I would agree.
0: Uh, I mean, I appreciate and seeing videos and everything. But you don't really see the full competition of what day in and day out he was up against and stuff like that. So, I mean, like LeBron now, for our age, you kind of get to see what... You know what kind of team was built with him and around him, and his first time into in the playoffs. Uh, something's happened with my computer here. We all good still?
2: Uh, yeah, you're. I lost right, you. You. <laughs> <laughs> you might be back. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, yeah, you're gone. I can. I can hear you. There you go. You're back. We're good. <laughs> okay.
3: The good news about the video is when the Skype logo shows up, it's cut off, so we won't get taken offline for that, at least. <laughs> Silver lining.
0: Silver
2: lining. (laughs) Uh, Drew coming
0: up that just, uh, I think I was too young to see him play, like fully understand it. So, I, but yeah, I'd be into seeing it.
2: I think, yeah, I think even I, and I'm I'm a few years older than you, but even I was too young to really appreciate what I was watching. I think, like, Jordan was it was fun to watch him, but it was also like. Uh, this is just it, it's on because everybody's excited about this i don't really grasp what's happening because i was like nine or ten when he was doing that first run uh matt bar are you excited for this documentary or is this a hard pass yeah
1: no this is a this is all the way fire i'm so ready for this so i'm a little bit younger than you mike but i still everybody remember like my parents gave me like a tv to have in my room and it was one of those like 10-inch TVs that only got, like, four channels. But the NBA on NBC was on all the time. So I had, like, a mini hoop in my ba- in my bedroom. And, like, <laughs> me and my friends would, like, dunk on each other pretending we're Michael Jordan <laughs> while watching the playoff games. So – and we always made, like, the fat kid. We're like, no, you're Horace Grant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not Pippin. You're not Jordan. Like, you're Horace Grant. Like, you're Luke Longley. You're Tony Coach. Here, man. Get out of here. Like, no, no, no. You don't get to be one of the stars, man. You got you to come in and, and – you're coming off the bench, bro. Calm down, Ron Harper. You're not you're not gonna be making impact here. So we would just we would just dunk so I'm super excited for this because the, Jordan is what I grew up on as my first like real love of basketball and and man, yeah. I'm I'm all for the I'm all for it and I, like I said, all for cyberbullying corporations. So this is just a win 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 for
2: me. It's wins across the board. Matt Cheryl says <laughs> you've got an impressive beard going on right there. So Congrats! <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> Mookie, uh, are you tuning into this documentary when it launches?
3: Ooh, uh, when it launches, no, I don't watch anything when it launches. There's just too much backlog built up. We're crushing through other stuff. I will get around to it eventually because <laughs> I feel like this is something I'm going to want actually like watch, you know, and like digest. It's not just the trash you throw on in the background and like go to bed. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I well, and like what I want to like, what is the documentary covering? Like, clearly I have it read up on it. Cause who wants to put in the effort? But like I, you had talked in the, the chat earlier about the, uh, the whole retirement versus like suspension. Cause Michael be gambling all the time. Like that's the kind of shit I would love to hear more about. If that's in the documentary, I'll be there day one.
2: Well, yeah. So it's, it's covering his career. So it's going to be following all of Jordan's career. And, uh, I'm sure that that will be talked about. So let's, Let's just go ahead and uh, and get on into this real quick. Uh, we will do another conspiracy theory here, uh, here on Craft Brewed Sports. Cue the amazing graphics.
3: I also love how Matt. I feel like you're you're just throwing shade at Scott still with the Mets jersey. Be like, hey, hey, you, you see that Mets jersey, yet, Scott? Hey, <laughs> Scott, you see that jersey?
1: I had other jerseys to hang up. I hung this one up very, very, very specifically. Pointed at Mets logo out. I knew what I was doing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the Hambino, like when I, or not Hambino, but you know Squints when he makes that Wendy peppercorn Hambino. He knows what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. It's exactly what's going on
2: right now. It's exactly what I've got going on.
1: Any day that ends up with a Sandlot
2: reference is a good day. <laughs> it's a damn so they, good day. Now that we uh, it's right, intro, here's, <laughs> here's the Jordan uh, conspiracy theory that we're gonna break down today. So the theory. The Chicago Bulls had just completed a three-peat. Michael Jordan was the most dominant player in the league. He was the face of the league and the best player on the best team. But on October 6, 1993, Jordan shocked the world by abruptly retiring. Something that Jordan's retirement was actually just a secret suspension from Commissioner David Stern. Let's take a look at the facts, gentlemen. In 1992, Jordan was called to testify In the criminal case of a convicted drug dealer who had a signed check from Jordan for $57,000. Jordan initially said that it was a loan, but under oath admitted that it was to cover gambling losses for a weekend. In 1993, an author wrote a book about his gambling where he said he had won over $900,000 from Jordan in golf betting. Also in 1993, Jordan was spotted in an Atlantic City casino the night before playing the Knicks in the playoffs just four months before his retirement the league had launched an investigation into jordan's gambling days after his retirement the league dropped the investigation saying that jordan did not violate any rules but the most damning piece of evidence at his retirement press conference jordan was asked if he'd ever come back and he said quote five years down the road if the urge comes back if the bulls will have me if david stern lets me back in the league i may come back damning evidence right there gentlemen Damning evidence here. Uh, So, as we move into uh, the discussion on this, on a scale of one to Alex Jones, how accurate is this conspiracy theory? Mookie, let's go to you first.
3: Can I get some definition first? Is Alex Jones, like, (laughs) totally true or totally fake?
2: (laughs) I mean, it's... (laughs) It's true, right? It, how much do you uh, – let's say for, on a scale of one to Alex Jones, how much do you believe it? Let's go that way because Alex Jones believes every conspiracy theory. According to Alex Jones, 5G towers are going to uh, like be imprinted into our brains and we're going to be scrambled and they're going to have to put RFID chips into our bodies. So he's a pretty fucking crazy person. How crazy is this conspiracy theory?
3: Call oh, me Alex Jones' is daddy then, because I'm all in, man. <laughs> like I did, I did the quick math on, on a website. Fifty-seven thousand bucks in ninety-two is equivalent to a hundred and five grand a day. Like <laughs> that's it? Man. I, I mean, mean in the last yeah, one almost double. <laughs> um, but like dude, this happened. This absolutely happened. Like the whole baseball thing, like I kinda get it, but at the same time, it's like Why, like, why leave, like, again, why leave the Bulls? Like, what purpose did he have to leave the Bulls when he did? And, like, you can't convince me that a competitor like Michael that was like, ah, I'm just tired of whooping y'all kids. (laughs) There ain't no way that's, it's 100% true. It is, Michael was forced into retirement, so the NBA didn't have to suspend him, but the NBA didn't want to suspend him, because that was their golden goose. Because they knew he would be coming back, and then they'd get another little bump in ratings and all the other jazz there, so... Uh, yeah, hundred percent real.
2: John, on a scale of from one to Alex Jones, how much do you believe this conspiracy theory? I go
3: with
0: X Files. <laughs> I don't know where that uh, ranks. I think, I think it's like a nine and a half. Is that what that is? Or <laughs> I have to look at the the Dewey decimal system for that. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think. Yeah, he's definitely, he definitely gambles. And with the whole check thing, it kind of reminds me of Jerry Springer signing a check over to a prostitute in Cincinnati when he was mayor. <laughs>
2: That's our mayor, baby. I know, man.
0: Jerry. Uh, I'm looking up. Uh, Bring him back. Looking up Jordan's baseball stats
2: here. Didn't he bat like a two hundred and two?
0: Nailed it right on the Yes. Back. In nineteen ninety four, at age thirty one, he played for Birmingham uh double A, Chicago White White Sox affiliate, 127 games. Let's see. He had eighty eight hits. He had four hundred and thirty six at bats.
2: Damn, that's brutal. 17
0: doubles, three home runs, fifty one RBIs, batting average of two oh two.
2: That's brutal. Um,
0: yeah, it definitely looks like a guy who gambled. Right. His way
2: <laughs> Matt Barr, as a fan of a team who currently has a worthless uh, athlete from a different sport in their farm system, how much do you believe that Jordan <laughs> was forced into retirement and didn't opt to go play baseball?
1: I'll tell you what; it's a lot more believable than Tim Tebow ever making the major leagues. <laughs> <laughs> Say no, I'm all I'm all in on this, and the reason I'm all in on this is because they had the Jordan rides the bus thirty for thirty. Yeah, you know, a couple years ago, I don't know when it came out. All I know is they went out of their way to talk about this. Like, no, no, Jordan definitely didn't gamble. That's not why he quit. He quit to honor his dad or whatever. I'm like, they spent way too much time on it because they just glossed it over. But it's just like so much denial. It's like I believe Carol Baskin didn't kill her husband more <laughs> than I believe. And I believe that Jordan didn't gamble his way out of the league. One hundred percent, Jordan was caught. He's guilty. He he left, and it. Mook it, it, had it exactly right. As soon as he comes back, boom, ratings burst. Like that first game. I don't know if you guys were. I don't know if you guys were watching that first game when he came back to Chicago. NBC NBA on NBC had, like, a special presentation. They had, like, a cartoon bull running through Chicago. The, st- <laughs> the ratings were through the roof. That intro was straight fire. I was ready to crank my Jock Jam CD and just go to town <laughs> when I was watching Jordan come back. No, 100% Jordan. It, it's so easy. 100% Jordan gambled his way out of the league and then had to take a little bit of a break, and he's like, well, I'm still
2: competitive, so I'm going to go play a different sport. <laughs> um, here's my question, though. Wouldn't they still have the same fanfare if he was suspended and came back? Like, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Nope. I feel like there's nope. – you think people wouldn't be as on board if Michael Jordan just got suspended Jordan and was coming was back?
1: Fans At that point, I feel like. Yep. Mr. Barr would not have let me stay up past my bedtime to watch Michael Jordan's first game if he had been suspended <laughs> for gambling. <laughs> You my, my, my old man would be like no you're not watching this we don't need this we don't need this in our life you need wholesome entertainment here's <laughs> so John another, King so another
0: spin <laughs> off of this conspiracy theory was I remember hearing Michael Jordan's dad was murdered because of a gambling debt
2: yes yes that's the yeah, that is a, a very real conspiracy theory shot, that's out there shot
0: dead. he was murdered man
2: what's that he was murdered
0: yeah shot dead
3: <sighs> so. So when 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 Jordan passes, you know, I hope that isn't for decades. But when he does pass, are we going to get an expose where all these are put to bed and answered?
2: No, these are going to go to the grave with Jordan. There's no way. But see, at the same
3: time, like Jordan's the dude who threw shade in his Hall of Fame speech. You couldn't tell. You can't tell me that you wouldn't see Jordan having something go out with his publicist after the fact and be like, "Uh, (laughs) Ah, screw you, bitches! I did it all. You know, like, I could totally
2: see that happening. He sends a press release from the grave that's just like, uh, I did it. That's it. That's all it says. (laughs) No, it doesn't just say I
1: did it. So it's in in his will. His lawyer reads it after he dies. And then the last sentence is just, fuck you, Brian Russell.
3: (laughs) I was going to go one more where it's like, you know, like, rest in peace, Kobe. Again, that was unfortunate. But, like. When the app alert comes out, Michael Jordan passes away. He totally gambled. Like,
2: like, it's like
3: it's that. Anyone covering his death has to say in the same sentence, Michael Jordan passed away today, and he totally gambled on sports (laughs) and was told to retire. Like, I see him being that level aggressive with it, 100%.
2: Uh, Cheryl says that Scott doesn't buy it. I am blown away by the fact that Scott, the biggest Jordan fan I know does not believe that Michael Jordan was, was forced to retire.
3: (laughs) Any conspiracy theories? Any others? Uh, This is Cheryl. Quoting Scott, not Cheryl. Quoting herself, right?
2: Right. This is Cheryl quoting Scott. Uh, Scott doesn't buy it, and uh, it, she says that he'll be like OJ if I did it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which means he definitely did
2: it. <laughs> right? right. Both if did it. If I did, it. did it. Let's be real, <laughs> uh, fellas. I think we are all in agreement. Michael Jordan was forced to uh, retire uh, instead of being suspended. Uh, David Stern is a an evil genius that milked all of us and that second three-peat run all because he's uh he's wicked good at his job. Uh this conspiracy theory was brought to you by my bookie. Use pr- promo code 12 on sports to get 100%. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guy couldn't be any better.
2: <laughs> I was looking forward to this read so much today. <laughs> like all day long I was like I can't wait to get to that read. Um Use the promo yeah. code 12 on sports and get a 100 percent deposit bonus up to thousand dollars be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows on 12 ounts and put that knowledge to practice on my bookie you can bet on eSports I guess still or according to Drew some soccer in Belarus uh, yeah. just go, use the promo code 12 on sports that's one two Oz sports to get the bonus uh, you can find oh. their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12osportsradio.com all right, fellas, uh, we've talked some NFL. We've talked some Michael Jordan. Uh, let's uh, that, that segues nicely into the NBA. Uh, so the NBA, uh, there's been some news co- that has come out this week. They're entertaining two different options for the remainder of the season. Number one is locking everyone down in two different cities in order to play out the remainder of the game. So basically all the teams would be moved into two different cities. They would be completely isolated. It would just be trainers, coaches, coaches, Uh, players and essential staff, provided that they all, uh, I assume, uh, test correctly and and don't have any uh, of the coronavirus symptoms. Uh, They would be in two different cities. They would play out the remainder of the season. The other option is kind of an interesting idea here, and I I don't really hate it. They are talking about doing uh, one tournament in Las Vegas. So basically uh, you would finalize the playoff picture Based on a tournament that would then lead to another tournament, I guess. A uh, very strange way to do it. Uh, but they were looking at, at possibly doing a, a single elimination tournament in Vegas that then decides who goes into the playoffs. Let's start with you, John. Uh, is this the, the best way to handle the NBA coming back? Which, which of these options should they go with?
0: Shoot. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, they're trying to make a decision too quick. I think the two city thing is kind of outrageous. Uh, So you're going to confine. Can they see their families? Can they, do they like get transported to and from the arena? How's this work? Like, I mean, there's a lot of details, logistics to figure out with that. Uh, I do like the tournament aspect because I mean, is it one game and then one game you're out, right? It's not a series. Right. Okay. I kind of like that, but I have another question off that too, is do the, Do the teams lose a year of the contract with the players with this season?
2: That's a very good point. Uh, I have no idea. I feel like they probably will.
0: But, I mean, if you lose another year, that's kind of, I don't know, it kind of hurts.
2: John, your take was way too serious. Please drink.
3: You got it. I'm going to go with the, well, but, like, how do we get all the strippers there? Because yes. like That to me is the biggest question. If you're going to put these dudes in two cities, like, how do we get all the strippers and hookers to be available? Because <laughs> it's basically going to be all-star weekend for like a while. And I don't think we have enough hand sanitizer to go around right now for all that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to for work right now. So yeah.
2: Uh, so, Drew, if you had to pick one of those options, what option are you going with?
3: I mean I, I at least like the two city one because it feels like it's at least somewhat closer to normal. Like I was watching uh I was watching Sports Center last weekend and they were talking about the NBA and like one of the things that I hadn't even considered in all this is like what's the draft order? Kinda of to, uh, to John's point about contracts and stuff. Like, you know, forget the games for a minute. There's so many operational logistical things that are just like you know, there's no assault. Like this shit has never happened before. Yeah. Um so for me, I think, too, as just, like, a, a, a person and a fan, like, any sense of normalcy is good. And, and honestly, they kind of proved this out with the big three a little bit where it could work, you know what I mean? Like, because if you think about it, there ain't shit else going on. So I don't know if you would do it on a weekday because there's some people, like, our, our poor friend Matt over here who's drive driving to work and whatnot. <laughs> but, like, you could NCA style this stuff, right, and go, I don't know, four, five, six. You could knock out a ton of games in a given day. So like if you could do it some way where you lock everyone down in a city and just play hoop or just play ball for like 2 weeks and I don't know I the one the single here's the thing I don't want any kind of situation where the Warriors win another title cuz this would be the shit <laughs> they,
0: they are happen, right? they are no they're not God. they're not
3: they're they're fucking ring because like they just get hot, everyone else is still feeling a little under the weather. Seth, Seth just Steph uh, just starts draining threes, and now the Warriors have another single elimination tournament win, and boom, <laughs> banners.
2: No, that is not happening. Uh, Matt Bar <laughs> is the single elimination tournament the way to go.
1: It absolutely is, and you got to lock them all in the arena. And they gotta like, come in, and everybody like claims a spot in the arena, like you know, like the Clippers are gonna end up in like the the the, the nosebleeds, like next to the Timberwolves and the Bucks, because they're just scrub franchises. And like the Warriors, even though they're terrible, are gonna be courtside because they're like we're the kings of the NBA, regardless. But single elimination tournament just sounds it sounds fun because the NBA I, I don't watch until the playoffs because no one gives a shit until the playoffs start. Once the playoffs start, these guys start playing again, and it's exciting to watch. Give me single elimination. Top to bottom, one verse 30, two versus 29. Let's just do it that way. Let's just bracket it out that way. It doesn't work because the NBA is dumb and has a weird number of teams. But (laughs) let's just bracket it out somehow. Yeah, just give me single elimination. But all these guys completely quarantined in whatever arena they're in from start to finish, whether they lose or not. You lose, you just have to sit there. You just have to
2: sit there. Oh, that would be brutal. (laughs) And
1: if you lose, you get bumped from your spot. So the Warriors are like courtside. They lose. Nope. Now you're up in the 400 section. (laughs) Suck it, nerds.
0: (laughs) So the Lakers and Clippers, they'd be used to this, though, right? Because they share
1: an arena anyway. Sometimes they even share They've been playing in the visitor's locker room their whole time. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Nothing's changed.
2: Uh, Eric says both options are stupid. Single elimination option (laughs) sounds a little bit exciting, though. I would agree. I think that would... I think the single elimination is the way that I would want it to go just because it's going to give me my NBA playoff fix plus it's also going to give me my March Madness fix, which I don't get. So at least I get like some element of March Madness because then we could have bracket pools on that since we don't have bracket pools on March Madness. That's the way to go, right? Uh, Bill also says, why don't we just go off the honor code? Each player just sends an Excel file of what they feel they would have done against the other team. (laughs)
1: Are you laughing at that comment or the next one? Because I can't. Yeah, did he like, call me a chubby ginger? <laughs> yeah, you
2: sure? yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, right. I mean, I may be a little chubby, but I'm not a fucking ginger. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> no throwing around the G word on this show, fellas. You guys oh, want a ginger? There you go. You Thank go you. Hard. Right. There you
3: go. <laughs> no hard R's. I just love that he thinks that NBA players know how to make an Excel file. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It'd just be a Google Doc. You just fill it in yourself. I mean, they'll send you the email. You just got to click it
3: and fill it Google Doc? My ass. They would do it in Twitter. They just tweet it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'd hit a three on that
3: dude. So Pete would be like, I pulled out, I put up 50 points, pulled on 25 boards, have 12 assists, three steals, five blocks, and I'd holla at you shorty. <laughs>
2: this got weird very quickly. Let's talk NCAA. Uh, so the NCAA does no. something. Good question mark no. and then bad uh, exclamation point. so they uh, grant a year of extra an extra year of eligibility for all of the, uh, the athletes that are in the spring sports, so all your baseball players, softball players. Uh, they are all are eligible for a uh, another year mainly because their season was completely canceled. Winter sports athletes uh, fuck you says the NCAA. That was the quote that I read in the press release. Uh, They said, you got to play most of your season just because you missed out on the tournaments. You all can suck it. I don't know why Mark Emmerett decided to say like that, probably because he's finally showing his true colors. So obviously, it's the right call to give the spring athletes another year. What about the winter athletes? Is this a dick move disguised as a generous move by the NCAA? Matt Barr, let's go to you first.
1: I mean, on a scale of one to NCAA, this is Jesus-like for them. To even grant the smallest little bit of leniency to any of their like collegiate athletes, this is incredible. I mean, we really got to take this as a serious win that the NCAA wasn't just a bunch of fuckheads from start to finish. They, you know, it, 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 that's all I got. It's, 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 just, it's a little ray of sunshine, and it's better than we've ever seen from them before. So let's just count this one as a win. <laughs>
3: unprecedented times my friend unprecedented times
1: <laughs>
3: but it's so NTA too right because like they give the little ray of sunshine while at the same time still like giving the middle finger over here right like they can't be all in and be all good they still have to do it in a way that screws everyone <laughs>
2: They're such a a comic book villain is what they are. They're throwing cash uh, at a parade while also gassing the entire city. That's what the NCAA is the Joker from the first Batman movie. John, uh, what do you think of this move from the NCAA?
0: Yeah, NCAA NCAA definitely uh, banks off these players. Um, But I would say that finally the less respected sports get a little attention here for once. So, I mean, football's not involved here. Basketball is another main moneymaker that finally gets a shaft for once. All these other schools are like, okay, we can uh, finally get our uh, baseball players, softball players. What else is in, uh, is in the spring here? I uh, missed? Like, maybe is track? I think track. Boston, track, yeah. Lacrosse. Lacrosse, lacrosse. yeah. Uh, these players, I mean, these people yeah. actually, they don't get the respect they deserve. I mean, they're very skilled for what they do. Uh, but I'm I'm really just going for a serious take here, so I can have to drink again. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, drink up, you make with-
3: drink for taking the Rodney Dangerfield take. Come <laughs> on, you, no, you, you gotta get the tires. Hey, yeah. Uh- <laughs>
2: Drink up. But you also bring up a good point because here's something that I, I kind of thought of with this. The spring sports are the ones that you don't see too many NCAA athletes going pro in. Like the really good ones that are in the spring sports, they're not necessarily going pro. I guess you could have a couple lacrosse players, but most of those are getting more attention in the NCAA than they do if they go pro and lacrosse, uh, the baseball players, if you're playing in the NCAA, you're probably not going to the majors anyway. So you're not, you might get drafted, but you're going to spend the rest of the time in the minor leagues. So I feel like this was a way to be like, look, the the good ones in basketball are leaving anyways. So why the hell do we have to grant this extra year to the scrubs who are going to get overshadowed by another star freshman that comes in and takes their spot. So screw it. We can go ahead and get rid of their eligibility. But these guys who this is all they got. We'll go ahead and give them another year. That's how I feel. Yeah, like the NCAA a came minute. in on this one
1: with on the that. eligibility. With the eligibility. Now, now here's the question: Is the NCAA saying, "Yeah, you can stick around and play another year," but here's the bill because they're not honoring. The no, they're they're giving them their years, scholarship. They
2: yeah, they're honoring the scholarship. Oh,
1: okay. Surprise. Okay.
2: Right. It's it's crazy. Pleasantly
1: surprised. Okay. <laughs> cool. I, I got <laughs> something Go ahead,
3: um, but I, I know the answer. I know why they're doing
0: this. Well, I was going to say, uh, Mike. I think baseball players they actually go to what? Go to school for two years, and then they can get drafted again.
2: They could. Yeah. Well, they could get drafted like every year. They could. They can continue so, to enter the draft and then I pull out.
0: Like once they start, at least go two years, right? Kind of like Perhaps. football. Yep. Okay. Um, Sherman doesn't there's
2: watch there's
0: a lot, lot of. of Ladolo, uh, the Reds just drafted last year. He he was. Uh, a player at TCU so I'm, I I get it a lot of the stars come straight from high school right but there are some guys who still there, come, I mean, I'd, say, I'd say most come from NCAA. there's
2: a, there's a decent amount of pitchers who come from the NCAA but I, I feel like most of the guys who are coming who are playing college baseball especially like the seniors let's not even let's not even worry about the juniors at this point if you're a senior on an NCAA baseball team, you're likely not going pro
0: was or was he a
2: junior <laughs> who's that I'm sorry I drew was laughing think I, out. I think he was a junior <laughs> Okay. <laughs> bill says no professional player pulls out also <laughs> bill also gave each of us uh so this is the names that he gave everyone on this show so I am ginger uh drew you are dude who was banging Joe exotic uh joe <laughs> oh, or, <laughs> oh dude uh john you're cool well, wait, wait, is
3: he banging him, though, or he's banging me
2: yeah uh, i don't know yes
3: <laughs> I, think, I think you're on
0: top drew yeah, i'm on uh, top i don't feel as like if we're perfect. gonna salvage this situation
2: john you're cool and then matt uh you choose jo- chubby ginger or quote guy who couldn't afford a banner like the rest of these fucks <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a guy who can't afford a banner like the rest <laughs> of these fucks. I swear, I was up here last night trying to figure this out, and it just, like, did not work out. And I was just like, eh, you know, whatever, let's roll with it. <laughs> it's terrible, but the Mets jersey's up, and Scott can see it, so that's a win.
2: Suck it, Ooh. Scott. Oh, Thanks. fantastic. You know, uh, before I move away from
3: NCAA thing, here's the answer, and this is why they're doing this shit. Now, Scott, stop, Scott did point out spring players don't get as many scholarships as fall players. Ain't no one care about that. Because what's going to happen is the next time that this whole conversation about playing, paying players comes up, the NSA is going to be like, look, guys, like we can't pay you right now because we took a bath with the whole COVID thing, but we did let you guys come and play again. So while we appreciate your concerns, can you maybe come back in like five years while we build up the nest egg despite having all the cash all along? That's all they're doing right now is they're making themselves cushion so they have an argument the next time that stupid discussion comes up again. That's it. That's all this is. That's, this is an easy win because you know they don't have to pay a lot to let these kids come back. But at the same time, they have a bargaining chip when people try to say, you know, oh, you should pay these athletes. That's all this is.
2: That's it. And that's all. That's a good take, Drew. I, I'm okay with that take. Everybody drink on that one because fuck the NCAA. Right. Hey.
3: Because hey. why the hell not? <laughs> uh, I see best <laughs> of the net. now, my friend. All
2: right. One last thing I wanted to talk about. Tiger and Phil have announced that they want to do part two uh, of their basically one-on-one tournament, except this time they want to add in playing partners. So they want to do Tiger versus Phil on an empty course, uh, but they also want to bring in Brady and Manning to play with them, because that was a fun rivalry of Brady and Manning. But I feel like that's way too boring, and I think we could do better. So who would you rather see golf with Tiger and Phil in this match? Anybody... Jordan.
0: Jordan, someone else. Yeah, he'd lose a lot of money.
3: Dude, think about it. Jordan might end up punching Phil.
1: <laughs> Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah, he um, goes to Let's make a deal, right? <laughs> Howie Lindell, too.
2: I was gonna like. I want to see dudes who can talk shit. So I was originally gonna say like. Gary Payton and Dennis Rodman. I think that would be a funny combo with Tiger and Phil. Uh, but now I kind of want to see Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin on the course Damn. with Tiger and Phil. Because, I mean, and obviously you'd have to pair up Joe with Tiger uh, and then Phil gets Carol Baskin. And
1: oh, he's so unfortunate.
2: <laughs> Jim That's says fun. Bill Murray. That'd be a fun one to add into the group. That
1: would be. Um, yeah, I feel like Bill Murray's overdone in the golf scene. I feel like he yeah. wears his little umbrella hat and everybody's seen it before. <laughs> um, give me, give me some, give me like Gronk. Give me Gronk on a golf <laughs> Wait, course. Wait, hang on, hang on. Do you think
2: Gronk can play golf?
1: Like Absolutely, 100% not. But you know <laughs> he's heavy Gilmoring off the tee. Gronk, Gronk shows Charles up? That's exactly what he's going to do. Gronk, Gronk
3: and Charles Gronk. Barkley.
1: Charles Barkley. That's good.
2: Yeah, yeah that'd be solid.
3: Two ugly swings going together. That would be fantastic.
2: I would I'm like going, uh, two comedians. Okay.
0: Dave Chappelle and Ron White.
2: That would be super entertaining.
1: I don't know if they can golf, but it would be entertaining for sure. <laughs> Scott
2: says the They're Kelsey both brothers. They
1: super racist toward each other the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, right so that's okay
0: it's gonna make is okay. it evens out
2: they're gonna make tiger and phil just feel super uncomfortable for 18 holes yeah.
1: <laughs> they, they quit and then but here's, ron- the deal. here's the deal you got to match them up on the other teams so chappelle plays with mickelson and yeah. ron white plays with tiger
0: <laughs> i got two more here what about the rock dwayne johnson and mark Wahlberg?
2: whoa uh, they Whoa. might
3: be too serious, though. I could see them taking it serious. You ever, you ever seen Entourage? Wahlberg would have to be,
0: like he played with uh, Tom Brady. Wahlberg, can, uh, he can let loose a little bit. You know, he can let the wind blow through his hair. You know what I'm saying? Only if but he Marky, plays as
1: Marky
2: Mark. Yeah.
1: Marky Mark. Yeah. There you go. Okay.
2: <laughs> He's got to play pants around his so ankles. He plays,
1: he plays shirtless and he wraps the whole time. Yes. Yeah. With his pants oh, pulled God. down I around his ankles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Other than that,
1: there are new
0: rules.
2: (laughs) Uh, Scott says the Kelsey brothers. I think that would be quality entertainment.
3: I mean, that would be awesome. Do you think any golf course would let the Kelsey brothers (laughs) in? No. (laughs) Augusta would. They're
1: rich white men.
2: (laughs) Uh, Bill says – Tiger and his wife Mickelson and one of Tiger's mistresses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's only a threesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everyone
0: whichever, whichever one receives the most donations for their charity wins. <laughs>
3: um, uh, I mean, it's charity. Like Tiger doesn't care about his charity. Tiger cares about his paycheck. <laughs> well I'm saying his mistresses charities. Oh, you mean his mistress, comma, charity, comma. <laughs> oh,
0: yes, yeah, they're the same thing, yes.
3: I'm sure that was really funny, but the audio dropped, John, so I'm just going to laugh and nod.
1: <laughs> this is going about as well as I would
3: have expected. I feel like this is, this is good times, man.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> This is freaking amazing is what this was, everybody. Uh it is time, unfortunately, for last call. Uh good lord, what this has just been amazing. Uh, this is everything I wanted it to be. Uh this is last call brought to you by Tavor. If you guys need to hook up on some beer, go to Tavor. You can't leave your house, so you might as well get it delivered right to you. Download the app. Use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. You're going to get $10 off your second order. Uh, I just got a new Tavor order today. It was hilarious to me because you have to be 21. Somebody's got to be 21. They have to sign for it. The dude showed up, put the beer on the porch and just fucking left. He was like, I ain't dealing with this shit. I don't get paid enough. I'm out of here. (laughs) So I got my Tavor without having to sign for it, but use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get $10 off that second order with Tavor. This week's beer that I was drinking was Pulp Daddy. It is a very, very good beer. I I like this one a lot. It's got me feeling really good. I made fun of them saying a hefty 8% ABV earlier, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling all right after that one. I also did some shots before the show too, so <laughs> maybe that's he,
3: why he wakes up aching and in pain.
2: <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady and his clean living lifestyle
3: (laughs) as long as you stay away from those nightshades you should be okay
2: (laughs) uh super good beer though if you see pulp daddy out and about go and pick that one up Uh, let's go around and see how everybody's beers held up for them drew how did your natter days do for you today
3: Oh, they're always fantastic. I'm just mostly impressed. I was able to pace myself and not have to run downstairs for more. So I'm actually,
2: I'm super impressed by that, John. How was your bush light?
3: The lights are good. Uh, I didn't have to go anywhere because
0: my wife hooked me up. I had a little. Uh, <laughs> Bro, little back here. Uh, uh, well, I, I did really well. No, I mean, this might be my first five cap. <laughs> if
1: I'm That's definitely a lot.
3: Lump is wad of bush.
1: <laughs> actually drinking bush out of a bud light bucket I mean, yeah. this is this this show is class class all the also, way across the
2: board i feel like john you also that doubled up as like a piss break mid-show you just sort of leaned over and you were like i got this <laughs> it's going
1: you, you didn't notice
0: did you it kind of I made your ears warm but yeah that's all right he's <laughs> peeing right now you don't
1: even
2: know man. <laughs> Matt, I don't remember. You had a couple different beers. Uh, all I remember is the Natterdays, unfortunately. How are your brews?
1: They're good. The, the Agave IPA was great. The Oscar Blues was great. It's, uh, now I'm working on the Natterdays. And uh, yeah, that 445 alarm's going to come Ooh, real fucking quick.
2: That sounds terrible, man. I apologize for keeping you so late uh, for this one. Uh, this has been Last Call, <laughs> again, brought to you by Tavor. Use the code 258023. Get $10 off your second order. Uh, Damn, what a fun show this was. Matt, I want to give you some time. Plug uh, your show. Plug your your Twitter. Uh, all that good stuff. Let the people know where they can find you.
1: Uh, Yeah, so Fourth and Gold Podcast can be found on any podcast platform. It's 49ers stuff. We're getting ready to break down the 2011 Saints 49ers game since there's not a whole lot else to talk about. So that game was fantastic. So we're going to break that one down. Um, I am on Twitter. Mookie, fuck you for your Twitter take last week. Um, <laughs> At Matt Bar underscore two T's two R's. That's where you can find me.
3: I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember the Twitter take, but appreciate say, the feedback. You,
1: you said all of the olds were the ones tagging themselves on Twitter and stuff, and, and that hashtag drunk. I don't know whatever it was. I just remember you making fun of Twitter and being like, I mean, cool. That's what I spend doing a lot of my day. But you know, that's cool. <laughs>
3: know I, I, yeah, you're right. No, I do remember now, but just for clarity, it wasn't just Twitter. It was all the social media. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't targeting you specifically calling you old, bro. That was not my intent at all.
2: <laughs> well, this ended weird, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, it was great seeing your face again, man. Thank you for hopping on with us tonight. I'm glad I kind of got this figured out. as a little weird to uh, to deal with the cameras all changing, but it was good seeing you, man, uh, next week good too. To Next back week again.
0: I'll be in Vegas though,
2: so you are going to Vegas next week. You're finally making it. No,
0: I'm not. No.
2: <laughs> no. I was <laughs> I'm like, trying. "Cool, man. Good. Get get out there. No, I th- no, they no, might no, be open no, now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll see you next week, Drew. Fun as always, man. You are a uh, a train wreck. Thank you for keeping us off the rails. I appreciate it.
3: I'm glad I can do something here. <laughs>
2: and thank all of you for tuning in for listening for sharing out the show I really appreciate it it was awesome to see names popping up in here that we haven't seen in a while so be sure to tune back in we're live every Wednesday it doesn't matter there's no sports going on we're still going to find something to talk about hit us up on Twitter at craft sports and on Instagram at craft sports subscribe to the YouTube channel be sure to like us and follow us here on Facebook we do go live every Wednesday also a special shout out to 12 ounce sports for simulcasting go follow them at 12 Ounce sports on uh, Twitter Instagram like them on Facebook follow their YouTube channel there's tons of great content tons of great shows on the network so be sure to hit them up be sure to subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts we're on Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher Google Play wherever thank you guys so much for tuning in cheers everybody
1: wash your hands <laughs>